Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. Good to see all of you. So this weekend is the third weekend and actually the last weekend uh, in this particular sequence where we're reading from Matthew 13 and these parables about the kingdom of God. And you know, one of the really interesting things about parables is that they can be read from so many different angles and interpreted in so many different ways. So you can read one, think that you know what the point is, what the message is, and then come back to it a week later or a month or a year later and see it in a completely different light, right? So for example, the parables we have today about the treasure buried in the field or the pearl of great price. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but usually when I read those stories, the treasure and the pearl, they stand for the kingdom of God, right? And we are the gardener or we are the merchant who finds the pearl, finds the treasure, who Jesus urges to go out and then sell everything we have, right, in order to possess the kingdom. Does that sound familiar? You heard that before? You're not saying anything. I'm dead here. <laughs> Thank you, Father Bill. <laughs> what happens, though, if we reverse that, guys? What happens if we reverse that? What if the hidden treasure, what if that precious pearl aren't the, are not the kingdom of God per se? What if they're you? What if they're me? And what if the gardener who finds the treasure, what if the merchant who finds the pearl and then gives everything to purchase it. What if that's God? What if it's Jesus who's given everything to purchase us, to purchase our salvation? You remember the Philippians hymn, right? Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped, but rather emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. So what if these parables are really about the God who comes to search for you and for me and then finding us gives up everything out of love for us. One of the songs that our youth choir have recently begun to sing has a line in it that I really, really like. It goes, you, didn't, you did not want heaven without us, so Jesus, you brought heaven down. You didn't want heaven without us, so Jesus, you brought heaven down. And that's it precisely, my friends. The Lord loves you so much that there's nothing more important to him, not even heaven. There's nothing God longs for more than your friendship, nothing he wants more than your well-being, nothing he searches for more persistently than your heart. I know for many of us that's hard to believe, right? Either because maybe our human experience of love has often involved disappointment, rejection, maybe even betrayal, or maybe just because we're living in a world that has done such a good job of pushing God to the margins that it's hard for us to believe he even exists, let alone that he cares. I was watching a video of Father Mike Schmitz uh, earlier this week, and he noted how common it is in his work with young adults to encounter those who wonder if they're a mistake, if their lives mean anything at all, if anybody really sees them. And he said the isolation and the despair they carry are painful, almost palpable. Well, friends, the gospel today is very clear. God does see you. God has a plan for you. God has created you in his very own image and likeness, 
and he loves you so much so that he's given up everything to be with you. And let's be clear, you in particular, God doesn't just love humanity. He doesn't just love mankind. God doesn't just love his people. He loves you. Little old you with all your gifts, your faults, your struggles, your stubbornness, your weakness, your failures, all of it, all of it. He loves you, and he comes to seek you out today, right here in his word, on this altar this morning. Because it's, it's really, it's not an accident that you're here where you are today, that you're sitting right where you're sitting today. God's known about this moment, this very moment, from all eternity. And even if this is the, I don't know, the 4,329th time that you've come to Mass, God has been waiting for it as if it's the first time for all eternity. Can you believe that? Will you believe that? Will you take the chance to choose Christ and to trust Christ? who took the chance and gave up everything to choose you. If so, let me invite you just to listen to these words from Mother Teresa. These are kind of the fruit of her own prayer, and they're intended them as the words of Jesus spoken to each one of us, each one of us in particular. So let me just ask you just to sit back, close your eyes if you want to, and then just listen to these words. Jesus says, I thirst for you. It's true, I stand at the door of your heart day and night. Even when you're not listening, even when you doubt it could be me, I am there, waiting for even the smallest sign of your response, even the smallest suggestion of an invitation that will permit me to enter. I want you to know that each time you invite me, I always come, without fail, silent and invisible I come, yet with a power and a love most infinite, bringing the many gifts of my spirit. I come with my mercy, with my desire to forgive and heal you, with a love for you that goes beyond your comprehension. I know you like the palm of my hand. I know everything about you. Nothing in your life is unimportant to me. I have followed you through the years, and I have always loved you, even when you've strayed. I know every one of your problems, I know your needs, your worries, and yes, I know all your sins. But I tell you again that I love you, not for what you've done or ceased to do. I love you for you, for the beauty and dignity my Father gave you by creating you in his own image. If you ask me with faith, my grace will touch all that needs changing in your life. I will give you the strength to free yourself from sin and from all its destructive power. You see, I know what's in your heart. I know your loneliness and all your wounds, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I carried it all before you, and I carried it all for you so you could share my strength and my victory. So my friend, open up to me. Come to me. Thirst for me. Give me your life. I will prove to you how important you are to me. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org 
hyphen t dot org.